Everything you said, we already knew, more or less. Well, here's something that you didn't know. Two of those special atomic bombs haven't gone off. and welcome back to the Tuesday special podcast. I know it's been a while. Got some new equipment wanted to test it out. Also, like this coronavirus thing is insane. Insane. So, I want to touch on that. Touch on a little bit of wrestling. Uh this episode is going to be a little bit shorter because uh I'm trying to get it done and uh, I haven't made any prep. I didn't haven't made any notes. And I'm just trying to wing this bad boy. So just bear with me. Bear with me through this. Uh, so I apologize in advance for not putting out any podcast episodes. My schedule has been insane. And I haven't been able to get up with anybody. I haven't even been able to sit down and do this right here and just talk to you. Uh, just me talking to you. But now I have a lot of the time tonight because, as you've heard... Possibly there is a coronavirus, COVID-19. I'm very, uh, I'd like to think that I'm very educated on it because I work in the healthcare field, but uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what education is true. I've looked up facts. Um, I've seen that according to my research, there have been a thousand cases. Uh, That number keeps growing. So I don't want to downplay that number, but I do. It was a thousand cases, uh, 90 plus 97 or so deaths. 29 of those came from one nursing home, uh, one of the first places to be infected. And uh, the world is going crazy. The I understand, please, if you listen to this and you are uh, one of those people who like to judge everything that someone says or take little pieces of information out of an entire paragraph or sentence that someone says and focus on that, I am not downplaying that this is an illness. Uh, that this does need to be quarantined, this does need to be treated. Do I personally think that it needs to be quarantined and treated to the extent that it is being done? Absolutely not. I understand that uh, it's kind of it's kind of taken over Italy and China is where it began, and they've had a lot of deaths and everything. But I mean, call it what you call it what you will. We have modern medicine, and I'm not super educated on what uh like medical facilities and medicine practices and medicine that's available uh in those other countries but here i know what's available and i know our population uh faces the flu every year which is basically what the coronavirus is is a is like a flu type bug or virus uh and we and we survive and uh i feel like the death toll in america and the cases in america are uh do not justify the closing of sports seasons uh tournaments uh possibly a wrestlemania that's gonna it's i mean that's affecting me that's affecting my life my livelihood uh if you if you're if you're a fan of professional wrestling and you've seen all over social media you've seen that uh, a lot of the talents are losing bookings which means losing money. And uh, some of those bookings were the company that I help run, PWX. And, uh, yeah, I think it's over-exaggerated. That's just my opinion. Everyone is entitled to their opinion, and I understand. And I trust me, I believe 
uh, wholeheartedly that I don't take this for granted. I don't take this not seriously. I just think, think that it is over-exaggerated to the point of a potential political game going on, and we are all suffering because of it. I have friends that, that could lose hundreds of thousands of dollars because of, of this whole over, over-exaggeration. And, uh, yeah, and it, it really pisses me off. It does. Um, I, I mean, I, you can say what you want to about me. I really don't care. I work in healthcare. I take care of people that come in with these viruses, and uh, I'm, I'm a part of the team that takes care of them, I should say. Uh, so I, I'm not lacking my job because I don't think it's it's as serious as people think it is. And I'm not saying it's not as serious as people think it is. I just think that we're going a little overboard on the precautionary measures that are being put in place uh, to, quote, unquote, keep the disease from spreading. And uh, what, I mean, when I've had these conversations with my friends, especially talking about WrestleMania when I was supposed to go down to Tampa, and, and we've been talking a lot about when we can reschedule our events and uh, so on and so forth, uh, the biggest question is what will have to happen to make Americans be- understand that they can get into a group and it'd be okay. Like go to a big sporting event and it'd be okay. Uh, and, and I don't offer a suggestion without, or I don't make an assumption or make a presentation without giving my thoughts about how it should have been handled. Um, we're all, I mean, granted there are morons in this country. Um, I might be one of them at some points in time, but if come up with parameters of people that should, should be attending these events, you don't have to just shut down events, like shut them all down. You shut down the NBA because one player uh, came out and, and got tested and tested positive. And if I'm not mistaken, with this virus, in order to pass the virus along, you have to be running a fever, and uh, and that that makes you contagious. Uh, if I'm wrong, leave it in the comments. That's just my take on viruses and when they are contagious. So, why not put out parameters of people that are that are eligible to attend these sporting events. So if you if you're if you're running a 100 plus fever and you're coughing and sneezing and you're not feeling well, stay home. Stay home, quarantine yourself, be medicated. I understand the concept of people not being able to go to work or people calling out of work. And I think the measures have been taken put in, have been put in place to to take care of that. Uh, not in all in all circumstances, I think it's getting to that point. But, uh, but yeah, I think that if during this time it's just announced that, listen, if you, if you have to call out of work, uh, it doesn't count against you. If you have like a number, number of days that you can have sick days, uh, on your, on your fiscal year at your, at your company, they don't, that shouldn't count against you. Uh, people with, uh, a full-time job that have PTO time, pay time off. You can, you give a choice that you can use your PTO time. That's why you have it. That's, that's why you build it up. Um, just there's options. It's not, it's not just go to the the most extreme measure where we shut down the whole damn country because there's, there's a virus. If, if, if it's, if this virus was coming out and it was instant death on everyone that it touched, then, then you have a point. You have, I mean, we're theoretically we're treating this like The Walking Dead, theoretically, and it's insane to me because once again I'm not downplaying the virus. I, I 
believe that the virus is, it can be a terminal thing, but there has to be some predetermined uh, stipulations or circumstances to, to uh, have this virus be a very life-threatening uh, illness. So I don't, I don't want to banter on it for 30 minutes. I just, that's my piece. Uh, I've been talking to a bunch of my friends and, uh, I created this podcast about two years ago to let my voice be heard. I never once said that my voice is right. I never once said that my voice was most, most educated on the matter. Uh, I just go by what I've talked to, uh, people in my, in my healthcare field and, uh, people that I know that are familiar with the situation and are educated in the situation. And it is what it is. So that's all I got for you on the coronavirus. Uh, like I said, it could and it probably will affect uh, the WrestleMania. Uh, sorry, I'm getting text messages about. So I, I am mad that I am. I'm mad that it's going to affect the WrestleCon thing. And for those of you who don't know, who don't follow me. Uh, very often, I, I work the WrestleCon promotion. Uh, Michael Bikikio, the guy that owns High Spots in WrestleCon, is one of my very, very good friends, and uh, it's putting it's put him in a bad situation. What I'm mad about the WrestleCon thing is not necessarily that that I'm not going to be able to work that weekend if if it does in fact get postponed or canceled uh, because I lose out a lot of money for what I do for Mike that weekend. But that's not really why I'm mad. What I'm mad about is just put. Uh, it's put wrestling in a position to lose a lot of money. And more importantly, has put Michael in high spots and WrestleCon, the company, uh, in a position to lose a lot of money. And uh, I know I know this virus isn't anybody's fault, and it, and it might, it might kind of push the – or it might be an underlying factor of how I feel about the virus. But, uh, but yeah, man, I hope, I hope it all works its way itself out. Uh, I love Michael. I love high spots. I love WrestleCon. The, everybody that's associated with that convention has treated me the best I've ever been treated working for someone in my life for the past six or seven or eight years that I've worked with them. And I hope to continue to work with them in LA. And uh, yeah, so I mean, really touching on this whole, like, I, like I said, I don't want to sit here and go back and forth and just continuously beat a dead horse in a sense of the coronavirus. But if, if, if it has to be postponed uh, to the June date or whenever they're going to reschedule WrestleMania, I encourage anyone that listens to this podcast uh, to go do what you can uh, go support high spots, support WrestleCon, uh, support all these companies that we're going to run with WrestleCon and, and the gathering and, uh, all these companies that had scheduled shows through Florida, um, everybody's taking a hit. Uh, I mean, Brian and me, both Brian from financially, from, from a financial perspective, is taking a hit by canceling the shows. Not as nowhere near as much as the people down in Florida, but uh, yeah, just go support all the all of those uh, companies and brands and conventions. <clears throat> and I mean, you have to you have to be optimistic and you have to look towards the future. So. Uh, if, if, if it does happen to a WrestleMania is postponed and WrestleCon gets postponed, uh, when WrestleCon comes back, if it comes back to WrestleMania, when, when the updated date happens, uh, I know for a fact it'll be bigger and better and, and just 
more badass because that's what Mike does and that's what uh that's what that's what we try to push for and uh it's always turning a negative to a positive when you're a business owner and uh, I've seen the high spots crew and the WrestleCon team do that time and time again so uh yeah support these people I'll put links I mean highspots.com wrestlecon.com um if you're able to reschedule and and make it down when this re when it's if it's rescheduled or postponed then i encourage you to because uh, i was talking to my buddy uh that's in professional wrestling earlier today and we were we were chatting about how this sucks so bad but in it once again you have to be optimistic i'm a very optimistic person i like to think so um you have to look at it as i feel like we have all become numb to the to what we get to how rewarding it is to the amount of wrestling that we are able to receive and the amount of shows we're able to go to uh, and the amount of uh, just talented individuals we're surrounded by and uh unfortunately as with everything else to, something has to happen like this to make you understand how privileged you are and how lucky you are to have that at your disposal whether it be Monday Night Raw or NXT or SmackDown or AEW or like PWX or New Japan or any or any of your local indies, um, when when you're so used to getting, and and I'm speaking from a fan perspective, uh, uh, when you're so used to getting something, uh, just I mean you have to pay for it, yes, uh, but you it's so it's so reachable. Every month, every month, you know this is going to happen. You know this is going to happen. And then you fall into a routine where you look forward to it. And, I mean, that's how my life's been for the past uh, 10 years is I know I know this show is coming up next. So I build to that show. I look forward to that show. Do that show. Look forward to the next. Do that show. Look forward to the next. That's, that's my lifestyle. That's uh, probably why I do so much, do all that I do, I should say. Um, when that's taken away, and and now potentially it's taken away for a few months, uh, yeah. Then you, you 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 come to the realization that you overlook uh, some things that are very special to you, and whether it be a friend, a parent, uh, you can you can relate this to any a lot of situations in life, but you overlook the ability to go say hey or go see or, or appreciate the time you have and the time that you're able to to do these things and uh that's that's kind of where i'm sitting at right now is uh when you when you get the call or when you watch in my case when you watch the governor uh give his speech on online and say that no gatherings over 100 people can uh no gatherings over 100 people can be can be like I don't know what the word I'm looking for is just no ga no, it's recommended no gatherings over 100 people in, in in a building or in a space and uh then you know at that point you you have to weigh the options and you will probably have to cancel your events or postpone your events and then it just keeps coming like then you get a note that oh well it might be a few months before we can do something. And then you're just like, man, I've fallen into fallen into this schedule or this routine, I should say, of 
I get to, I get, to, I get to do this. I know, I know I get to do this. I know I get to do this. And, uh, like we talk about rise of a champion, PWX rise of a champion. Uh, if you don't know about it, she plug pwxpro.com. Um, I was going to, I was going to be able to uh, wrestle or fight. I should say Corey Hollis. Uh, first time I've ever stepped in a ring or I'm sorry, not first time ever. First time I've stepped in the ring in probably five years, six years. And, uh, I've been in the gym. I've been working out. I've been in the ring, bumping around, uh, getting ready for this. And, uh, I was pumped because I really don't like Corey right now. And, uh, anytime that you're a grown man and you can punch somebody in the face and not get arrested for it, it's always a plus. So I was like super looking forward to rise of a champion, even though I know it's going to hurt. I know it's not going to be fun. I know it's going to be a long week after uh, trying to recover from uh, a street fight. And uh, I had called up Sammy, my buddy, Sammy Callahan, who most of you know that watch wrestling. Uh, If you don't, what's wrong with you? Uh, He was coming out to help me. And then just, just like that, it just falls apart. And what can you do? But, uh, but yeah, man, uh, more of the story is appreciate what you, what you have and what you're able to be a part of because in a moment's time, whether it's over exaggeration or not, uh, in a moment's time, it can be gone. And, uh, luckily for, for fans of wrestling and sports and just life in general, hopefully within a month or two, this is going to be all, uh, taken care of and, and we move on and, when we get back to the point of normal life, uh, I want everyone to understand and appreciate things a little bit, a little bit more than uh, taking stuff for granted. I'm speaking to myself too. I'm not trying to sit here and preach to you on my podcast, uh, but yeah, that's that's where I'm at now, right now with it. Um, I don't really know what to think about the WrestleMania and WrestleCon stuff. Um, it's just I think. If you can go to uh, either high spots, I, I shared it. Go to my page. I shared it on my Facebook, uh, and I'll share it on my Patrick Price Comedy f- Facebook page. Uh, Corky Frank's one of my really good friends. Uh, he's so good at what he does, uh, it, basically in his company and in announcing and hosting. <clears throat> but him and Mike Bukikio sat down, and Mike did a unbelievable job of, of like kind of explaining the situation and where they are and the the risk involved with all parties uh fan, to from his him high spots his personal risk and the risk of WrestleCon and the risk of the fans uh he does I mean just an unbelievable job explaining all that and I, I encourage everyone to watch it uh but more importantly I encourage everyone to just support these companies support these companies support these wrestlers um, if you have like, I mean, I, once again, I work in an ER and we don't get days off. Uh, we, we have to work through rain, snow, tornadoes, hurricanes, uh, viruses, I guess for now. Um, and I, I I'm every, uh, every privilege is a curse. Uh, I watched, uh, I think it was Garth Brooks if you're into Garth Brooks, that his two-part documentary series, uh, watch it and then go watch, uh, your mom's house podcast with, um, Oh, oh, what's his name? 
I just had it. And I lost it. I'm just getting late. I'm drinking wine. I can't remember stuff. Uh, Tom Segura and his wife and Christina and and watch them talk about how weird Garth Brooks is. It's a weird mix. It's a weird mix. But uh, Garth Brooks in that in that special says uh, every blessing is also a curse. So every blessing is also a curse. And uh, so, damn, where was I going with that? The Tom Segura thing threw me off. And I lost it. And I know I said I'd get off this coronavirus thing, but the one thing I want to finish on is I think it's going to be very interesting, the wrestling landscape, if if WrestleMania does get postponed, um, just for the simple fact that for the first time ever, we will see WWE have to manage their biggest show of the year being postponed possibly a month or two, two months. <coughs> and uh, I think it will create a sense of a sense of them having to stretch out storylines longer than they've had to for the last 10 years. Um, I remember like one of the most classic examples is the Hogan warrior storyline with Miss Elizabeth that, that if you listen to Pritchard's podcast, he'll give you the like best rundown of that, all of that, how they drop these little hints for months and months and months until the uh, implosion of the superpowers. And, um, and I wonder like, we're going to find out, I know the, I know the writers are criticized all the time for WWE and, uh, they rightfully so at some points in time, but at other points, then I think they've been, they've been doing well. And I say that loosely, but, uh, I don't want to just completely try to bury them. The, uh, like I, we're, we're going into a WWE system or a WWE universe for lack of a better term, uh, with matches already made. Stories already gotten to the pinnacle of the story because they were supposed to blow off at WrestleMania. And now you have to carry those same stories for another two months on television every week. So that's roughly eight weeks of television that you have to carry these stories all the way to the possible new date for WrestleMania if it gets postponed. And I'm anxious to see how uh, the WWE system uh, and NXT, for that matter, uh, have to bite into that and and carry that load for the next eight weeks. Uh, if that is what it is, from what I hear, that's that's when the the makeup date's going to be. But um, but yeah, I don't I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Uh, the is also does it fall in? I mean, I mean. It's no secret if you read dirt sheets or keep up with wrestling news that the contracts for The Undertaker, for Edge, uh, for Cena, for Brock, all of them are based around X amount of dates per year. And you, I mean, if you, if it's only smart to use most of those dates in the run up to uh, WrestleMania. So now you've used most of those dates as a run-up to WrestleMania, and how do you effectively push them, especially when two of them are your champions, I think. Yeah, 
two of them two of them are your champions and now they have limited dates left over on their contract that they have to make because WrestleMania is pushed back. It just it creates so many interesting concepts. And uh I mean I mean since we're talking about wrestling and I'm trying to fill some time like and then you have the exit of Matt Hardy which do I think it's like the like do I think it's going to hurt WWE? No, I do not. I don't think Matt Hardy was doing anything uh, when he left and I love Matt. And uh but I'm happy he left because I love the broken gimmick and if that's what AEW is going to give us then good like good good job. Uh way to follow what's going to make you money. And uh but I will say this, like Matt I don't know if Matt I think Matt produces the free to delete things, but whoever does is on point with their storytelling, their camera angles, their editing. Uh, they could be a little bit longer. They're the, every time I get super intrigued with it, it cuts like, like maybe, maybe two minutes in, I guess that's because I, I got so hung up when, when being the elite was better than it is now. And it was, it was fun to watch when everything was in limbo and they traveled a lot more. And then you you turn out like ten or fifteen minute episodes, and you just get caught up in it and just roll. It's just like a TV show, uh, so it's hard to kick back to the three minute spots. But uh, but yeah, man, I, the the one with the Bucks, the way the presentation was done, and just just my opinion. I mean, I mean, I'm in no, I have few fo- like producing credentials and filming credentials, but uh, dude, I just love the the way the way it was shot, the way Matt was carrying uh, the cross across the the field and then the way the SUV pulled up. And spoiler alert, if anybody's seen it, but if you haven't seen it, then it's on you. It's been out for a week or two. Um, and then, like, the unveiling of who's in the car. It was just beautifully done. And uh, kudos to Hardy and working with the Bucks on that. And, uh, yeah, AEW, what, what's my – I feel like somebody in my head asked me about what I, what's my thoughts on AEW. I think AEW uh, started out rough. I think they're finding their groove. I like how they're. Uh, I like how they're falling into uh, their identity, and uh, I still, to me, once again, just my opinion, and just because I'm throwing my opinion out a lot in this pod, this episode of the podcast. Uh, just my opinion, I feel like they are still very much like WCW. Um, I feel like if WCW had survived and got to this point in time, this is exactly what it would look like. Um, that's no that's no knock to AEW, but before your head honcho goes on his little after after show press conference that he has, uh, where he likes to talk to the same five media people uh, after every TV taping or pay-per-view, uh, don't say that you're doing everything that WCW didn't do. Or you're not doing it. You're not making the mistakes that WCW uh, WCW made and all this and that. You're doing a lot of stuff a lot like WCW. WCW threw a lot of money at people to get them on board to create legitimacy uh, for their product, and uh, pretty sure that's what AEW did. Um so instead of claiming that you're not doing a lot of stuff with WCW, just just understand that a lot of your pay-per-views are named similar to what they were. A lot of your concepts are done, made very similar to what they were. 
uh, some of your storylines are based very, very similar to big storylines in NWA and uh, and WCW. Um, it, and it's come on. I mean, you have to believe that that Cody is influenced a lot by Dusty. So there's naturally going to be Dusty style storylines and endings and like just spots in the show if Cody has a part in creative. But uh but I don't I don't just want to talk bad about him. I just they <laughs> I love I love the the combo of Pac and uh the Lucha Bros. I that's amazing. Orange Cassidy, which uh I've met him a few times. I we watched Royal Rumble with him and Chuck Taylor and uh Colt and a few other people. I believe it was in San Jose. Um and like he's awesome and d- he's killing it, man. And nobody else, I swear to God. I remember Chuck Taylor telling me like four years, not three years ago, maybe, um, that Orange Cassidy is his favorite wrestler. And I had never seen him, never heard of him, looked him up, uh, saw a few things, was like, this is a fun, this is a fun concept, but I don't think he would ever get over it. And like, he's never going to get further than Indies. And dude, prove me wrong, Orange. You, you're the man. Uh, I loved his match with Pac and what he's doing. Um, I love that uh, Marco and Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus is, is doing well. I, f- I feel like Omega's finally getting his footing. Uh, and pe- I'll, I'll close on this because some people I've read, I read online and some people make comments and I've even made comments to a certain extent that Omega lost some of his star power when ADW started. But out of those those that initial crew and we'll call it the AEW five or six if you count Tony Khan. Uh out of the out of that group of EVPs, someone had to take a step back and just produce good matches and and let let everybody else roll. And I think I'm and I don't know for a fact. I don't know Omega. I don't talk to him. Um I think I think that he was the one that did that. And uh, I truly believe that his talent, and you're seeing it now, and he's he, him and Paige are doing well. I think that story's going to go uh, really good if it's where I think it's going. Um, but, uh, yeah, Kenny will be fine. I think Kenny's going to kill it, and he will – man, it's, it's Kenny Omega. He He wasn't the best wrestler in the world for nothing. He didn't just get that because – he he wrestled matches. There's a reason he was called the best in the world, and he and he, I think he still might be the best in the world. He's just got to show it, and I think that opportunity is coming for him to show it. And uh, yeah, so uh, with all that said, hell with the coronavirus. Uh, I just hope everything works out with WrestleMania and WrestleCon. I don't care if it's in three weeks. I don't care if it's in two months. I just want my friends to be okay. And uh, the people that come to WrestleCon to be able to attend it and enjoy it, and create memories that we've created that I've helped. I was I've been privileged enough to help them create uh, for the past six or seven years. Uh, I, I just want to do that again. I'm I want everybody to uh, get well. I want everybody to pass, get through this whole coronavirus thing, and we get back to a fun life of 
enjoying every day and awesome professional wrestling. Yeah, that's where I am. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you in a bit. Thank you for listening to the Tuesday Special Podcast. Find all of our old episodes at TuesdaySpecials.com. That's TuesdaySpecial.com. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. All right. Thank you. Yeah.